Check, 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 one, two, one, two, one, two, check, one, two, check, one, two, 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 check, one, three, five, nine. My name is Darian. We are back at you for another fucking week of horror, entertainment, shenanigans, fart jokes, cock and balls, possibly some dirty panties. Buddy is in the house. Hey! He made it back yes. for week number two. Week two. Week two. He's back in the house. Yeah. How are you today, buddy? I'm fabulous. Yeah? Yeah. Who is this stranger that you brought into my house with you? Uh, Who is this you crazy know? young lady that has <laughs> appeared out of the ether? Monica is here, ladies yes. and gentlemen. I'm here. She made it in, finally. She's yeah. not dead. I know finally there's, here. There's been some internet rumors that Monica <laughs> passed away quietly about two months ago. <laughs> and I, I, I'll be honest with you, I thought maybe they were accurate. But I'm here to tell you now, I know the truth. She is alive and well. Yeah. Monica, how are you, baby Sometimes doll? I wish it was true. Oh, stop. Oh. Stop it right now. We're so glad to have you back. We too. are tickled to have you, my yeah. dear. How are you? Now, now we can stop flirting with each other. I, I'm okay. Oh, we're still going to flirt with each other. <laughs> how is things? What did we miss, babe? A lot. Yeah. A lot, yeah. More uh, dogs? Dog, yeah, dog well, I, yeah, I just got done. I'll probably share it on Facebook. You should definitely post those pictures. Oh, man. I would like you to ruin everybody else's day, uh, not just mine. <laughs> I need somebody's help, like somebody's opinion what to do. So, um, to make a long story short, mm-hmm. one of your dogs had to have a toe amputated. Yes. And now, the goddamn thing... A year later... Yeah, he won't stop eating it. He won't the, stop the eating it, yes. And now it's and a balloon. Yes, it is. yeah. <laughs> it he's, is really gross. Yeah, <laughs> he's pretty much on the verge of losing his leg. Oh. His whole paw. Yeah. Well, I mean, the leg should be fine, just the paw, right? Yeah, but they said he's not a candidate. He wouldn't be a good candidate for three legs. I can build oh. him a prosthetic he, leg. Yeah, he weighs 135. Yeah, I can so. I can build him a prosthetic leg. It won't be pretty. <laughs> I'm going to probably dismantle a shopping cart to build it. Well, they could just take the other front paw off, too, and then have, like, wheels. <laughs> I just don't know if I want to do that to him, though. That, yeah, that's he, a rough... he is ten, so yeah, that's I don't a rough thing. Want to have to him to he, deal with he's that? He's a Malamute, is uh-huh. that right? What is the average lifespan of a Malamute? Um, I know a lot lately that are up to fourteen years old. So okay. we got he's healthy. Besides yeah. that, but hmm. I was ready to put him down. Oh. So. If, yeah. you, if you would like me to, I know several homeless gentlemen <laughs> that will come to your house when you're not there. No, I don't want to do it like that. They'll do it real cheap. 
<laughs> Probably just a bottle of hooch. Take care of that problem for you. Buddy, what's up with you, big guy? Nothing. Just uh, happy to be here. Another another work week adventure? Yeah. 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 I worked uh, Saturday and Sunday, so I had one day off. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck but, you, Yeah, man. it's all good, though. Right it, on. It was a nice, fun, really busy day. Well, okay, then. <laughs> yeah. God damn it. All right. Well, that's just fine now. <laughs> I have to tell you guys. Huh. Uh... Cowboy, we know him, mm-hmm. we love him. He mm-hmm. jumped into the, uh, he bumped up his Patreon donation to the Darian Comes to Your House and Helps You Move oh, oh, wow. uh, Patreon tier. <laughs> it's a very exclusive tier. So it, up went, it went up one penny. <laughs> and, well, I went over there and I helped him move and it was fine. He gave me a jalapeno peanut brittle. Mm, sounds delicious. I'm going to tell you it's not. I'm going to disagree with you, buddy. It is not delicious. <laughs> It's not a good thing to eat. On a scale of one to five. It's not spicy. Okay. But it's not, like, sweet. It's just somewhere in the middle. And it, it, it's not good. Huh. It's, not, it, it's like if you took the worst part of peanut brittle and the worst part of jalapeno. And you imagine, those are two food groups that don't belong together to begin with, if you ask me. <laughs> I'm just saying. All right. If you go to some <laughs> guy's house and he's like, hey, you got some jalapeno peanut. No. No, you don't need it. I'm going to say no. Your curiosity might get the better of you, and you'll be like, oh, I'll try some. I'm going to tell you no. I'm going to tell you not to do that. Stop right now. Yeah. And uh, I think I'm going to close the Darien comes to your house and help you move uh, Patreon tier, because I don't want to do that. <laughs> I don't know why I set that up to begin with. It's yeah. a terrible idea. You already took it off. Huh? Uh, I got it. No, I'll leave it up for another year or two, I'm sure. <laughs> All right, goddammit, we got a horror news, listener mail, all the usual stuff. Let's kick things off with a little bit of the old horror news there. Oh, yeah. You maniacs. <laughs> horror news. Buddy, what's on your mind? On my mind? Oh, my, mind! I had one thing. Oh. It's not horror-related. It's okay. John Wick related. Okay. Oh, yeah? Let's hear it. We already have John Wick 5 right. in mm-hmm. the making. Yeah. Did you know that? I knew that, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. Fuck. <laughs> that's, that's a cash cow, babe. <laughs> Whatever. Oh, my God. We're going to be oh looking at John Wick 7, 9, 12. <laughs> right. Yeah. He's, yeah, we're going to have plenty of those coming. Well, I had no idea. Uh, which is good. I love those movies. I, I, yeah, I was looking at horror news and I was like, you know, this is boring. Is there any John Wick news? Boring? <laughs> boring? Yes. Well, I was going to save this one for last, but I'll go ahead and uh, start off with this one since we're already talking about Keanu Reeves. Okay. Trailer for The Matrix Resurrections oh. heads down the rat hole this Thursday. Uh, Warner Brothers just dropped a short teaser promising that the first trailer for The Matrix Resurrection is heading down the rabbit hole on Thursday, September 9th. EW also shared the above shot of Keanu Reeves in the fourth film in the series. And if you want to see more, they've also relaunched the official website, which features over, get this, 180,000 teasers. So visit whatisthematrix.com and make your choice. There's a ton of footage. The Matrix Resurrections is still slated to come out on December 22nd. Most likely in theaters and on HBO Max. Anybody interested in this? I'll check it out. I yeah. like I like the first three. Ah, uh, I like the first one. Yeah. After that, it kind of got wacky. Hmm. I don't know, man. 
But boy, it's been like 15 years. I know, he's, he looks way older now. Yeah, so, and so you're, you're going to have a hard sell uh, telling me he's still Neo. Yeah. You know, unless, I don't know, Unless he's man. training somebody else, I don't know. I don't know. I'll, I'll probably... Watch it. Give it a HBO skim. HBO Max. I, mean. I already, yeah, it's free. Well, yeah. I mean, I pay for HBO Max. But mm-hmm. if it's already on there, I might as well, right? Right. I don't know. Monica, what do you think? Another Matrix movie? No, no, I won't watch it. Not into it? No. Did you I, I watched the first one and that was enough. That's really all you need. That was really. enough. Yeah. Yeah. But the trailer is out for John Wick 4. Yes. Have you seen that too? I have. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. I like it. I like yeah. that. I better just stop. Mr. <laughs> I did make the mistake of watching uh, huh. Bill and Ted's uh, Save the World. Oh, yeah. uh, face the music? Yes. Yeah. Oh, my God. You're not into that either. The parole officer goes, are you watching Bill and Ted? And I'm like, yeah, I'm really bored. Oh, jeez. If you need some movies to watch, <laughs> allow me. I have many of them. You. Porn selection over there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to say any of them are better than Bill and Ted, but there are movies there for you to watch. Just saying. <laughs> Right on. What else you got there, buddy? Funko unleashes supersize aliens queen vinyl toy standing six inches tall. For those who are still collecting Funko's pop vinyl toys, the latest toy under the aliens license has been revealed with the alien queen represented by a supersized vinyl figure celebrating 35 years of James Cameron's blockbuster sequel, Aliens. The new Alien Queen toy stands are towering six six inches tall and you can pre-order yours for... A low cost of nineteen ninety nine dollars. Uh, the Alien Queen is a GameStop and EB Games exclusive. Expected ship date for this one is December twenty third. Do you have a picture of that one? Uh, no. no, not on me. Oh, okay. You don't carry one in your wallet? No, I, I looked at it. I'm like, this looks <laughs> stupid. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you knew it was coming. You opened the box. And he came. Hellraiser's Pinhead arrives today as part of the Hellraiser collection in Behavior Interactive's Dead by Daylight. And as the norm, the devs have unleashed a brand new trailer featuring Pinhead doing what he does best. Not only that, but in addition to Pinhead arriving as one of the alternate skins, the Chatterer Cenobite is also in the game. And you can get Dead by Daylight for half off on Steam from now until September 20th. So make sure you buy those as soon as you can. And the additional DLC are also enjoying a discount, including the soon-to-be-gone Stranger Things DLC also. Dead by Daylight Daylight is also available on PlayStation 4, PlayStation 5, Xbox One, Xbox Series, and the Nintendo Switch. I downloaded it today, just before the start of the show. Okay. It looks good. Um, I didn't really get a chance to play it, but I got him all downloaded and he's ready to go. All right. So we'll hear next week. I'm excited. I'm pumped for it. Yeah? Yeah. I'm into it, man. Yeah, that's pretty cool. That's the one guy I've been waiting for to hit Dead by Daylight, Mm -hmm. and now he's on there. Yeah. And now I just got to figure out how to use him and kill some dudes. (laughs) That's right. Yeah, it's good times. All right, that's all I got. What do you got? Hey, is anybody watching... uh, Are we staying up on the Marvel uh, Universe? Nope. Okay. Well, there's a show on Disney Mm -hmm. Plus called What If, and it basically poses these weirdo uh, what-if scenarios in the Marvel Universe... And the first one they're doing is Marvel Zombies. Okay. So that's going to hit later this week if anybody gives a shit. 
So uh, what if there was zombies in the Marvel universe? What this if all what the su- like? what if all the superheroes were zombies? Is what oh. is what that is? Okay. Hmm. And there was actually a fairly successful string of graphic novels, Marvel Zombies, hmm. and it was based. There was uh, I think I have one of them. It was like Ash from Evil Dead versus the Marvel Zombies. Wow! So that was kind of cool. That uh, cool. Worth checking out. Don't breathe too. Yeah. Has anybody seen this yet? Not yet. Yes. Yeah, you saw it, Monica. Mm-hmm. What'd you think? Um, the kill scenes were really good. I heard more of an action movie than a horror movie. I don't see what what. Why would you even call this a horror movie? Yeah, they're right. It's, it's not all a horror action movie. Yeah, and he's like the hero now, from what I gather. Uh, see yeah, uh-huh. which is cool. Uh huh. I was rooting for him in the first movie. Yeah, right? I would do him. I I, I what? uh what what uh. <laughs> He's pretty hot for an old dude. Uh, did you see him in this week's Immersion Therapy? He got kind of weird with it a little bit. But we'll, we'll get into that later. Uh, Don't Breathe 2 hits video on demand tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I uh, might have to uh, watch that here at the house tomorrow. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. I'll just check it out. Me too. I'm psyched for that. Uh, the Chestnut Man. Anybody heard of this? I heard of it. Uh, new Sweet. Netflix horror series is going to drop September 29th of this year. Oh, I didn't know it was hmm. a series. Hmm. That's what it's saying, yeah. Okay. I'm into it. I saw the trailers. It, it reminds me of Blair Witch. I got a little bit of that. A little bit yeah. of that going on. I, had like a, I got like a weird Slender Man kind of a oh, vibe yeah. from it a little bit. I don't know, but I'm. it's got my curiosity. Yeah, me too. And I think I'm going to at least check out the first episode and see if I'm going to, you know, not fucking piss me off or whatever. Right. Uh, <laughs> lastly, Monica, I think you'll be mm-hmm. psyched for this. Nobody Sleeps in the Woods tonight. You remember that one? Polish slasher guy has a big warty face. Nobody sleeps in the woods tonight. It was Polish. Oh. You recommended it to me. Yeah, I the, just need to see the cover and then I go, oh, okay. The killer is like covered in warts. He's a big warty <laughs> thing. Yeah, now I just got the old dune in my head. Uh, not that dissimilar, actually. Uh, that one is actually getting a sequel. Oh. Really? And Netflix is going to be uh, financing it. Polish as it well? Out. Uh, it didn't say. Okay. All we know is that the sequel has been greenlit. All right. So I'm into that. That was a pretty good show, as hmm. I recall. Uh, Polish uh, campers out uh, like a summer camp. The group of fuck up kids gets put out there on their own, and then they start getting. Picked oh, up. okay. Oh, yeah, yeah right. I just have to see the cover because I've seen so many yeah. movies. I okay, remember yeah. you. You recommended that to me. It was a pretty good show. Yeah, if the, you haven't seen it, the nerd and the girl are the last two. Yes. 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 Okay. That's all I got on the horror news, you maniacs. All right. You guys ready for some listener mail? You betcha. Let's get it on. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. Listener mail. Let's kick it off from parts unknown with the horror slut herself. Cats in the house... Hi, Kat. Hey, Kat. Good morning, gents. I'd like to say I was just waking up and emailing you earlier, but that's actually when I finished my shift at work. You did guess correctly, bravo, as I am in London. There, I knew it, Kat. I knew it. Uh, Cowboy did promise that he didn't tell you. For the Terra Dome, Leatherface is a great dancer and a hunky boy. So he always gets my vote. Plus, he has something big that vibrates. Swoon. All right, look. (laughs) 
<laughs> it's not the size of the chainsaw. Listen up here, Kat. <laughs> this isn't a sex uh, uh, thing. <laughs> well, you can you, if you want to go that route, that's fine. And keeping with the leather love for Educate, you are Hellraiser 3. You are correct, Kat. Time for me to get some sleep. I hope you gents have a great night. Kat, right on, Kat. Thanks, Thanks for writing Kat. in. And that is two more for Leatherface. Miss Monica. Mm-hmm. Who do you believe would win a fight between Frankenstein's monster and Leatherface? <laughs> Tough one. A little bit. Put you on the spot. Oh. Frankenface. <laughs> <laughs> That's a tough customer right there. Yeah. You don't want to run afoul of Frankenface. <laughs> Leatherstein. Leather oh, Stein. no. Yeah, I'm going to have to go with Leatherface. That a girl? Because even if he saws him in half, you can't. I mean, you'd have to get a doctor to put Frankenstein back together. I would agree. Probably a doctor with like a uh, some kind of a welding kit or mm-hmm. something. I don't know. Speaking of the cowboy, here he comes. Subject line, thanks, D. Hey, cowboy. Evening padded room. Hope everyone is doing well and someone made it in tonight. If not, I still enjoy the solo shows. Don't have much this week between work and moving. Thanks again, Darian, for helping out. I really appreciate it. Once things get settled, I'll be planning a barbecue and you all are invited. Awesome. Be a great time to finally get to play Horror Box. A cool thing, one of my new neighbors is into horror and has listened to you before. I'll be working on getting him to listen again. Well, if he listened once and he said no more, I think that's about as far as we're going to go with that guy. He only needed one episode to decide that we were not for him. Well, it depends on what episode. That's true. He might have got a Dr. Dale episode or something. So there's that. Or a spoiler alert episode. Yeah. Why is that guy talking so slow? What's his problem? Uh, Terra Dome, got to go with Leatherface. I do like him more, and once he gets his chainsaw going, I think uh, that would be it for Frankenstein's monster. Two more for Leatherface, of course. Hmm. Educate was easy this week. Haha, Hellraiser 3, Hell on Earth. Darian did catch me cheating. Haha, but that's only because I ran out of episodes from you and you needed something to scratch my horror itch while working. Don't worry, you are my number one, and I listen first thing when I get started on Wednesdays. Still waiting for more pediatric ward shows, as they're awesome. Awesome also. Started watching a few movies, but passed out in all of them. Ha ha. 21-hour day will do that. That's all I got tonight. Hope everyone has a great week. Catch you on the flip, cowboy. Thanks, cowboy. Right on, cowboy. Let's swing it over to Sydney, Australia. Here comes Team. Hey, Tim. Tim's Hi, in the Tim. house. Yeah. Subject line, Leatherface all the way. Hey, guys. Leatherface wins. Enough set. To elaborate, Chainsaw takes off limbs. Leatherface wins. Love you guys. Hope you all are well. Welcome back, Miss Monica? Question mark. Oh, well, he was right. He was. <laughs> he nailed that one. We teased you last week, Monica. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I heard. We were like... Maybe, maybe not. I know. There were some things that you guys were talking about that I was like, what? Oh, my God, if I was there. Oh, jeez. Wow. Were you going to punch us? 
Yeah, like when you guys were talking shit about Venom. Oh, I wouldn't see Venom. No, what? That's not what I did not say. I would see. <laughs> you guys, Venom. you guys we had said, a choice, right? We yeah, said we would see Halloween Kills. <laughs> yeah. before we saw Venom. Yeah. Oh my God! The no. only reason you're saying that is because you snap one out to Tom Hardy. All oh time. my God, Tom Hardy! Yeah, <laughs> Don't, you're not fooling me, young lady. I got you figured out, and your snapper too. <laughs> we got some voicemails to get into here. <laughs> Let's get down to Southern South, Southern California with Miss Monica's pod boyfriend. It's the man himself, Mr. Tom, Tom Hardy. Hardy. Hey, Tom Hardy. Hey, yo. Hey, yo. Padded room. How's my favorite degenerates this good. week? We're good, man. I hope everyone is doing well we made and it. everything is going well. Yes. Hey, I want to get right into it. I got a couple of things. Okay. Um, so let me it. get uh, let me get through a couple things here. The okay. um, educating department. Sir. Sure. I got you this time, Darian. Yeah. Now I'm fine. Now I'm back on track. Okay. Uh, Hellraiser three. Hell on Earth. Nailed AKA it. The start of the downward spiral of the franchise. You're right. Mm-hmm. You're right. Ah, I don't know about that flick, man. Yeah. I, it's rough. You know what? I, I think most like Hellraiser fans are like, ah, you know, it's it's the last good Hellraiser. But gonna, is it really? No. I, mean, I mean, when you, I don't know the last time you've seen sense. it, but is it really? Yeah, CD head. That's uh, dumb. Camera head. Bartender I mean, centibite. I don't know. It was all right, but it's definitely the downfall of that franchise. It was I definitely agree. the start of the downfall, at least. Yeah. I wasn't mad at Blake. Uh, onto the Terror Dome there. What do you got? Um, Frankenstein. And uh, Leatherface. You know what? I got to say, I think there's a pretty easy case here. I think uh, we got Leatherface for the win. Um, He's utilizing a tool. Frankenstein, I mean, we all like Frankenstein, you know, but he's just kind of a dead, he's like a strong zombie. More or less, yeah. With maybe a little more brain activity. Yeah. So I, I got to give that one to uh, Leatherface. I think that's a, an easy win for him. You got it. Um, now, on the what are you looking at department, this, this is what I really wanted to get in. Um, guys, first off, you had asked uh, people to watch uh, I Am Zozo. With, I did. And kind of give, you know, hey, what, what's going on here? What do you guys think? And I don't know, you know why I like that Bottom movie, line, so. I, thought, I thought it was decent. You know, okay. you low budget, so yeah. you kind of know what you're getting into. And you accept some flaws. One thing I got to ask, though, and this is uh, two things, really. First, (laughs) when I was first watching it, I was like, oh, fuck, is this this a found footage flick? Because the, like, camera is so shaky, you know? But it's not. It's not a found footage flick. It's, uh, and just, like, kind of the the way, I guess, the video looks, the the crispness of it. I mean, it kind of, it looks, and I kept thinking found footage well who's holding the camera no. but it's not a found footage flick. No. the other thing um in the very beginning of the flick like when they're going to the island yeah they're all dressed up for like some sort of Halloween like stupid costumes. ass costume party or whatever well, I said it was okay Halloween. fine whatever okay but like when shit starts going like weird or sideways or even like later on in the day they're still wearing gp <laughs> yep. Yep. GP. It's okay. He called back. I hope I'm playing these in order. 
G motherfucking peed. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Anyway, um, so like they're still wearing like their full costume. The gloves, the, the like stupid well, sailor hat. Yeah. And I kept forgetting like why they were dressed up like that in the beginning. I'm like, what's up with these fucking retards, man? Why is that guy dressed up like a fucking toy sailor and shit? <laughs> the only thing I thought it was good for was it got that uh, hot little goth chick in yeah, that little number banging. there. But, she's banging. You know, that didn't pay off in the end, no. but uh, just the same, you know. I, I, all in all, I think the I Am Zoza flick, Zozo flick, was pretty decent. I really like enjoyed it. the beginning where they kind of tried to hype it as based on real events. Uh, it's fucking ghost Numerous adventures. people have contacted this demon through the Ouija board. Yeah. Bad shit is a... I was like, oh, man, okay, I'm getting into this, you know. But then, yeah, you know what? Very... Huh. Well, for for a movie itself, maybe like a four out of a ten, maybe a three and a half. That's fair. But that's then fair. you know, you hey man, we're talking about a low budget, yeah. no, you know, no name people in there. Probably writer director's first flick, you know. Yeah. I mean, I, I for that, I would have to say you got to take it to like five and a half or six. But sure. All in all, okay flick. Okay, I'll buy that. Um, now I also got to catch uh, the Jaws franchise. I, I the whole thing. Wow. Uh, I watched the first one again. Sure. It's just been a long time since I've seen it. I was like, fuck, man, that movie is so, I mean, so damn good. Uh, so much so that I actually had to contact uh, the man with the biggest balls in Australia, uh, Tim, there. <laughs> you know? And then the problem, though, is like, man, they just, just like the Hellraiser franchise, just a sharp, sharp decline. And even in the second one, I felt there was a very sharp decline and I kind of like the third uh, You know, the third one, the, the 3D one? Yeah. I mean, that whole thing was just to, like, show, like, three picks, three three moments, you yeah. know? Yeah. Like, the shark coming through the glass, a floating, floating fucking arm. head, yeah. you know, just, just for 3D effects. That, that's the whole reason that fucking movie exists. Oh. Well, I thought it was all right. Stupid. <laughs> God damn it. And then the fourth one. That's bad. And uh, I know... You know, certain people have a love for this one. You find each their own. You know, everybody <laughs> likes whatever that. the fuck they want to like. God damn, that one was retarded, man. Yeah. Get, and then they keep killing the fucking shark and like. All right, so in the first one, they blow the fucker up. Right. Oh, yep. not bad. All right. Sure. In the second one, they like electrocute it. Yes. All right, whatever. And the third one, I I don't even remember what the fuck they do. I but think they. I think they fucking electrocuted yeah. again in the in the last one. They use that electric like, harpoon thing. Uh, G Pete again. It's okay. He called back again. <laughs> He's on a roll. I'm not going to slow him down. I think he. Called All right. Back. So anyway, like <laughs> I don't know. Like I said, you just you keep like killing the the monster. The shark in like more and more silly and retarded ways. Yeah. You know, I just, I don't know, that pissed me off. And then the whole dude with the fake Caribbean accent. Mario Van Peebles. One. But they got fucking Michael Caine in that flick, man. Yeah, yeah. In the Revenge. How did, how did he get into this? Oh, man. It's, That's the worst part. I don't know. Diminishing returns on those flicks, you know. Those yeah. So damn good. And then it's just a huge. And the second one, and then the third, and it's like, are you even fucking trying? <laughs> anyway, I've been droning on long enough. I hope all is well. Love you like family. Bye now.
Love you too, Tom Hardy. Thanks, Tom Hardy. Bye. He's right, man. Those uh, those Jaws flicks are nasty. Yeah. After the, I I was not at all mad at the third one. Um, I wasn't mad at Hellraiser Bloodline either, and that's the one where they went to fucking space. Mm-hmm. So you know, it's funny how these franchises take a shit. Mm-hmm. Like I don't think there's a sharper decline going from good movie to shit movie in a franchise faster than uh, the Crow. Oh yeah. First crow, blow Nailed your it. blow your mind. Yeah. Second crow, <laughs> and then after that we got Edward Furlong as the crow. Yeah. <laughs> got the fuck out of here. And Tara Reed showing up. Yeah. That's nowheresville for you, Crow. Mm-hmm. Uh I don't know, man. It's uh it's it's funny how that that happens, you know? I I think the problem is is that if you make an initial installment that is that good, there's no place else to go but down. Yeah. You know, and it really doesn't matter what you put out after that. Uh, it's not going to be as good as the first. Mm-mm. And if you keep cranking them out, they're just going to get worse and worse and worse and worse. And they're going to make less and less sense. And the continuity of the franchise is just going to get wadded up and thrown out the window. Yeah. Just like Jeepers <laughs> Creepers. Jeepers Creepers, oh, yeah. Friday the 13th, mm-hmm. fucking Nightmare on, Nightmare on Elm Street. <laughs> it just goes on and on. Uh, at least uh, Halloween had the good graces to bring in like a cousin. Like, oh, it's not Michael anymore. It's a cousin. So don't worry about. It. This is a totally different thing going on here. That's. It's not going to make sense, but it's not supposed to because it's cousin. So that's right. I don't know, man. That's how it goes. Uh, do you guys have anything for Cat, Tim, Cowboy, or Tom Hardy? Thanks, guys. Yeah, thanks absolutely. For calling Thank you right guys in. for writing in. Uh, mm-hmm. Let's get into a movie, shall we? You betcha. Monica, can you keep your panties on? You're not wearing panties. I don't Never wear mind. Panties. You're right. You're right. <laughs> I thought you were going to get all hot and bothered by the thing, but you're already hot and bothered. So, all right, here we go. Inside an imitation. It'll fight if it has to, but it's vulnerable out in the open. If it takes us over, then it has no more enemies. Nobody left to kill it. And then it's one. You guys gonna listen to Gary? We can beat one of those things!
All right, Monica. Yes. You may have to uh, help me out with some of this. Okay. I know you've seen this far more times than I have. Oh, my God. I just rewatched it again today. I've probably seen it over 120 times. That's wow. good. I'm into that. <laughs> yeah. And you've seen, you've, seen, you've seen the prequel a couple of times. Yes. Which you didn't care for. Nah. I get it. I wasn't. I wasn't mad at it, but I get mm-hmm. the, 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 going into the thing. But uh, and you've seen the original, yes. This because this is technically a remake, mm-hmm. considered a remake. It's the thing from 1982. It got 8.1 stars on IMDb. No, directed mm-hmm. by John Carpenter, written by Bill Lancaster, stars the incomparable Kurt Russell, Wilford Brimley, and Keith David. I always get Keith David and David Keith confused. David, oh, David, yeah. He's the one from uh, An Officer and a Gentleman. One's a white guy, the other one's a black, a black guy. guy. Yes. But they got to get the David Keith and the Keith David. Yeah. Somewhere out there, there's a Keith Keith <laughs> who is completely fucked. But Keith David was in our immersion therapy, too. Was, oh, yes, he was. Yeah. Yes, he was, too, as a matter of fact. Uh, so you've probably seen this one, inmates. I'm going to do my best to do it justice. I'm probably going to fuck it up, but that's why Monica's here. She's our resident thing expert. We start off, of course, in the Antarctica, or the Antarctic continent, I guess. Just Antarctica, I guess, Mm -hmm. is what it is. Mm -hmm. Uh, We have a research station, and it is run by 12 dudes, no ladies. And uh, I don't know what the fuck they're researching down there, other than scotch. Scotch, (laughs) pinballs, and uh, a lot of weed. They got plenty of weed, and they're watching uh, VHS tapes of game shows. And dynamite. And they got dynamite. And... uh, (laughs) That's about it. Dynamite. Really, they seem to be. It seems it seems like a good time to me. Right. If there was a couple of chicks down there, sign me up. Oh man. Uh, I don't know if I want to. I think they're down. They, what are they down for? Like, like a year, I think, or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. No, no. That's 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 a that's a jail. That sentence. would be fun. It would be fun with chicks. <laughs> it wouldn't be fun with a bunch of dudes. There's going to be some fights. Mm-hmm. I'm ex-military. I've been on ship. I know what goes down. And it's not good. Uh, anyway, they're researching something or other. Um, over, I mean, they're hanging. And they're they're basically keeping themselves occupied any way they can. They have like a pinball machine. Uh, they smoke a lot of weed. A lot of scotch Pool going table. around. Pool table. I think there was a foosball table, perhaps. Uh, and we, we got a, a pretty... Wide cast of characters here. We, we got J.P. McCready. He's our helicopter pilot. And he's also kind of the outcast of the group. Like, mm-hmm. he doesn't live in the station. He has his own shack that's up on stilts, like in a weather tower kind mm-hmm. of a thing. Uh, we have Knowles, the cook, who seems like the most fun out of all the people there. Uh, we have Doc, Cop- Doc Copper. Uh, he's the medical, uh, physician there. Uh, who else do we got? We have Gary, who I think mm-hmm. is like the leader or the captain of this thing. Blair. Uh, Blair. I think he's, does something. Mm-hmm. Uh, other guys do. Other I have things. different nicknames for them. Like the stoner. The stoner. The cook. The biker. Uh, <laughs> Yes. Fatty number one. Fatty you got the two. doctor. Yeah, you got uh, the fat guy. Yeah, uh, you got the nerd. Fro guy. Yeah. Uh, nerd guy. Yeah. yeah. I try to keep You all... got one of everything. Pretty much. Yeah. Pretty much. Um, mm-hmm. The dog guy. Dog guy, who mm-hmm. was probably the creepiest. Even before the thing got there, he was creepy. <laughs> Uh, so that's what's going on. All of a sudden, out of nowhere, a helicopter comes flying over this cliff. Mm-hmm. And it's chasing a dog. Mm-hmm. Like a, uh, I read in the IMDb page that that dog is actually half wolf, half Malamute. Yes. Which is, basically qualifies it for a home at Monica's house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. So good for that. Uh-huh. Uh, 
it's chasing the dog, and there's a guy hanging out of the uh, the door of the helicopter shooting at the dog. Mm-hmm. Dog makes it to the American research station where the helicopter is now throwing fucking grenades at the dog. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what this guy has against dogs, but he's gone to some great lengths to take this one out of commission. Mm-hmm. Uh, he gets out. This dude is speaking Norwegian, and uh, we find out that he's from the Norwegian Research Center, which I think is like 12 miles away. Mm-hmm. Uh, very cool. Uh, he pops out. He's chasing the dog down. Everybody from the American Research Center is like, what the fuck is this guy's got a gun? He's throwing grenades. So they go out there and they're like, dude, how about you just chill? He doesn't speak any English. So he's like still shooting at the dog. Gary, the, I guess, captain or whatever, he pulls his pistol and shoots the Norwegian guy. This fucking idiot, before he uh, gets killed, though, he like... Throws a grenade back and it slips like out of his hands yeah. and he blows up his own helicopter. <laughs> yeah. Fucking. <laughs> I get, okay. I, I, maybe. I don't know. Uh, funny thing though, I, I got the uh, Shout Factory Collector's Edition of the thing. Mm-hmm. So these dudes tried to track down the original location where this was filmed. I read that. Yeah, and they, uh-huh. they like documented it on the special features of this this disc. And when they, they found it, and mm-hmm. when they got there, they found the wreckage of the Norwegian helicopter. Yeah. Which is now, when they got there, it was like 2008, so it was like 50 years old, but still. Cool. They actually got the rotor blade from the Norwegian helicopter, so that's kind of nice. Cool. Uh, so yeah, that everybody's like, what the fuck? Uh, now we're going to meet uh, some more of the guys there at the research station. Our radio... Tech or whatever mm-hmm. his name is. His name is Windows. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's played by somebody. He's basically uh, yeah. Fox from the Warriors. Mm-hmm. It's that guy. And he, he's a bit sketchy, I'd say, Windows. He's like, I haven't talked to anybody for months. And Gary's like, you got to get somebody on the line. I just killed a guy. and We need to know what the hell's going on. He's got sunglasses on. Yeah, the, the whole time. I think that's why they call him Windows. Uh, yeah, that's actually, uh, I was reading that too. He came into the set with the sunglasses on and told everybody, just call me Windows. And John Carpenter was like, we'll leave it in there. Okay, sure. Yeah. Makes sense. <laughs> uh, I would have a hard time not calling him Fox. Because I've seen the Warriors way more than I've seen the thing. So he's always going to be Fox to me. Uh, he's like, you got to get somebody on the line. And then Knowles is like, maybe we're at war with Norway. <laughs> Which is a valid point. Uh, anyway, regardless, he can't get anybody on the line from either the Norwegian camp or any kind of base command. Yeah. So they're basically out, isolated out there. And they have no way of knowing what the fuck that was all about. So on top of that, here comes a big storm coming in. And, you know, that's going to even further isolate them. Mm-hmm. So before the storm comes in, uh, McCready gets the idea. I don't think it was McCready. I think it was, uh, maybe it was Gary. He's like, maybe we should go to the Norwegian camp and see what the hell's going on over there. Make mm-hmm. sure everything's okay. So the big storm's coming in. McCready's like, yeah, okay, I'm drunk enough to fly you over there. I think everybody in this movie was... Fairly hammered the entire time. Hammered or hot. Everybody yeah. either it was passing a joint around or a bottle the whole time. So, I mean, I would be too if I thought I was being pursued by some kind of a fucking alien. <laughs> so he's like, all right, they go to the Norwegian camp. And uh, the place is completely destroyed, mm-hmm. uh, burned up. Uh, there's You could tell there was some kind of a struggle. One of the first things they get in, they see when they get in there is like a big ice casket Mm -hmm. it's like a big chunk of ice about uh i don't know maybe nine by twelve 
And it looks like a casket that's been opened and it had something in it, but whatever was in it isn't there anymore. Mm-hmm. And as they're walking around, they step outside the back door and they see what I would call a dead item mm-hmm. that was once alive. Mm-hmm. And it looks kind of human in certain places. A melted or, man. A, a melted, it might be like a horse head or a hoof in there somewhere. <laughs> yeah. It's like somebody took a like a DNA soup and then just put it in the microwave for 30 <laughs> seconds and said, hey, there you go. And that, that's what you got is like this weird half man fucking morpho thing. Mm-hmm. But the good news is that it's dead. Nobody knows what the fuck mm-hmm. it is. It's like frozen in the ice and it's got all these wounds and burns on it. And this is one of the, uh, what I thought was something worth noting about the prequel. Because the prequel from, what, 2016, I think, or whatever 16? it was? 16? I think so. Uh, took place at the Norwegian base. And I will say to their credit, they yeah. were spot on with the Norwegian base. Yeah, they lined it up. Perfectly. Mm-hmm. Everything from the axe in the wall that McCready walks past as he's mm-hmm. first coming in, the dead fucking schmutz thing on the ground, uh, the ice casket, everything was completely spot on exactly as it should be. So wow. that's kind of mm-hmm. cool. One uh, shining ray of hope for the prequel. Uh, anyway, uh, Doc Copper's there. He's like, oh, what the fuck is this? We got we to gotta take it back. <laughs> take it back with us. And McCready's like, yeah, we should do that. While he's there, they grab they grab like all the records they can find. They find a bunch of videotapes, um, like maps and charts and all kinds of fun shit. They grab it all and take it back to the American base with them before the big storm hits. Mm-hmm. So they get back there. They start poking around with shit. Uh, I guess Blair, played by Wilford Brimley, is he's not a doctor. Maybe he's like a biologist or something. Yeah, because he conducts the uh, the the autopsy. He conducts yeah. the autopsy on the weird flesh pile. Mm-hmm. Doc Copper conducts the autopsy on the Norwegian. Mm-hmm. Nothing wrong with the Norwegian. Mm-hmm. No booze, no drugs, nothing. He's mm-hmm. uh, got a hundred percent bill of health. Mm-hmm. The weird flesh pot thing, though, is like Blair's like, well, it doesn't have diabetes. <laughs> I got two stomachs. I got something that looks like a heart, and uh, nope, no diabetes here. Uh, you can't tell what the fuck it is, right? You know. And what we do get though is some of that uh, 1982 computer graphic DOS model mm. thing, where there's yeah. like a blue blob and a red blob, and it shows the red blob <laughs> taking over the blue blob. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, Blair kind of puts it all together because I guess he's a biologist. He's like. This is what I think this is, is some kind of alien life form. And it's going to infect people, and it was trying to make a copy. Now, the dog that the Norwegian was chasing into the camp Mm -hmm. is now there in the camp, and it's been kind of adopted. Mm -hmm. Uh, The one dude who is like the dog handler, he's kind of shady to begin with. Mm. I got like a weird neck beard vibe from this guy. You know what I mean? I'm not saying he's a bad guy. I'm just saying he's act. He was acting. Yeah, weird he was weird already from before the whole mm-hmm. shit started, man. Uh, he's played. He might like his dogs too much. He's the it's guy little... from what? Dream a little dream or no, license played... to drive? Yeah, yeah, played Corey Haim's dad. Uh, he was. In... <laughs> he's been in a lot of movies. Yeah, it's Richard Masur. He plays Clark. Mm-hmm. And like I said, he was weird before yeah. this shit happened. But yeah. uh, the dog is just kind of lazily making its way around. And at one point, and I sort of kind of halfway figured it out, I thought I figured it out. Mm-hmm. 
you see the dog walk into a room uh-huh. where there's a guy. Yeah. But we don't know which guy it is. Right. We can always see is the guy's silhouette, and he's got a little bit of a fro kind of a thing. I, I always thought of the the two guys. Which guy did you Windows think Windows or the stoner? I think it's the stoner. Okay. The guy with the biker vest. Yeah. Right? I think it's the stoner. Okay. But that's all speculation. And uh, uh-huh. I read on IMDb that that was actually not a member of the cast that huh. cast that reflection. Because John Carpenter didn't want us to know who got it first. Right. So anyway. That was weird. The dog walks into mm-hmm. where this guy is hanging and then nothing happens. Everything's cool. Now the dog's out in the rec room uh, hanging while everybody's mm-hmm. playing foosball and getting fucking blitzed. Uh, Clark, they're like, hey, get Clark, take this back with the other dog. Mm-hmm. So Clark takes that dog back and puts it with the other dogs. And that's where all hell breaks loose, fellas. Oh, man. Holy shit. Yeah. Mm. Uh, this dog basically, um, it turns into the Demogorgon, for lack <laughs> of a better term, right? Yeah. It Demogorgons itself, grows <laughs> spider legs, starts shooting tendrils and Spraying fucking the other dogs with some kind of schmutz, and the other dogs are freaking out, trying to bite their way out of the cage. Uh, Clark is there and he sees it, but he just kind of freezes for a second. Mm-hmm. I probably would too if I saw a dog turn into a demogorgon. Uh, down the hall, though, McCready is going for another bottle of scotch, and he hears all the freaking out, and he just pulls the fire alarm. Uh, he goes running in there to see what the hell's going on. You'd think you could probably hang out and not do the fire alarm until you figured out what was going on. Because, yeah. I mean, really all he heard was dogs barking. But regardless, runs in there, and that's where that's we... probably the most excitement they've had in a while. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, well, I... you know let's all get in on this. <laughs> Who's, whose turn is it to pull the fire alarm? <laughs> yeah, I can't wait. No, it's my turn. You did it last week, you son of a bitch. <clears throat> they all go running in there, and this is where we get to see. We Now we know we have a fucking problem mm-hmm. on our hands. Because this dog basically uh, kills like three other dogs uh, in this weird kind of digestive process. Then it morphs into this big thing, this Lovecraftian Mm -hmm. flesh thing. And then it shoots itself up through the ceiling and escapes. Mm -hmm. Uh, Giles, played by Keith David, comes running in with a flamethrower and roasts some of it, but he doesn't catch all of it. Uh, in the process, McCready was shooting the rest of the dogs with a shotgun. I think mainly to put them out of their misery so they didn't get digested yeah. also, or at least I'd like to think so. Or, I mean, really, we don't know which dogs are the thing and which ones aren't at this point. Right. So who fucking... I'd waste them all too, probably. <gasps> it's, I know that, Monica. I, this, this scene never bothered me until today. No? <laughs> yeah. Why today? Oh, because you... Uh, yeah, yeah, just especially seeing that one trying to chew through the wire. Yeah, that's I was gnarly. like, oh my God, oh, my yeah. dog would totally do that. That's get away. My dog would my dog would just roll over and go back to sleep. My dogs are dumb as shit. Yeah. Oh no about that guy. Better stay over here. It tickles. Boom. now we know that we have a fucking problem. So emergency meeting back in the lab. Blair kinda runs us down everything. Okay, this is some kind of an alien life form. Let's Mm -hmm. pull out the videotapes, pull out the maps, everything we got from the Norwegian base. Let's figure out what the fuck is going on. Uh, now, we started with 12 guys here, gang, mm-hmm. and right now we still have all 12 guys, but we don't know who is who they say they are. Mm-hmm. So, like I said, from the beginning, Clark was acting weird, mm-hmm. but later on we're going to find out for sure whether or not he's the thing, and maybe, probably not. 
the next guy is a dude named Palmer. And Palmer mm-hmm. is, or no, it was Bennings. Bennings was the, the first. The redhead. Yeah. Yeah. Balding guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bennings is, I don't know, I assume he's a research researcher or something like that. I assume mm-hmm. all these guys have like scientific jobs in one form or another. Um uh, He's fine, but now we know that somebody could be who they're they're not. So Mm -hmm. McCready kind of takes charge of the situation. He's like, okay, we need to get somebody on the blower. We need to get the fuck out of here. Obviously, there's not going to be anybody on the radio, and we can't exactly leave because of this big storm. Blair, at this point, kind of like separates himself from everybody, and that's where we see him on the computer, and we find find out that uh, within 27,000 hours, if this thing, the thing makes it out of the Antarctic within 27,000 hours, mm-hmm. the entire Earth's population will be assimilated. Mm-hmm. And on top of that, there's a 75% chance that somebody in their group right now is already assimilated, which we know is more than probable, more than possible, it's probable. So, uh, Blair freaks the fuck out, mm-hmm. boys and girls. He grabs an axe, and he's like, I'm going to kick everybody's ass. And he runs out there and smashes out up all the controls to the helicopter. Yeah, I don't know who's who. I can't trust him. <gasps> well, you yeah. cut. You forgot the part where uh. the redhead gets taken over first. Remember, they moved the the thing into the storage room. Yeah, I thought that was after Blair smashed everything, wasn't it? No, I think it was before. You're probably right. Yeah, when Bennings gets taken over. Yeah. Because uh, Windows... I think it goes down after that, the That's craziness. Right. Yeah, because after Blair freaks out, they separate Blair from the group. They're like, mm-hmm. dude, you need to just chill yourself out. Mm-hmm. Like, you got to maintain, bro. Yeah, calm the... Yeah, Damn. so they move him out to a storage shed, which <laughs> seems a bit inhumane considering we're in Antarctica. But, but it's probably one of the best and safest places to be. That's what I that's was thinking. I mean, yes. All the foods in there. Yeah. They move yeah. him out there. and they, they All right, just chill yourself out there, big fella. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we reconvene and we're like, okay, we we got to get, get our supplies together. Everybody, mm-hmm. we're going to pair off. Keep an eye on the person you're with. Let's move that fucking thing, uh, the, de- the thing that they brought from the Norwegian base, because who knows what, maybe it's after that or something. And that's when Bennings gets not necessarily separated, but like he turns his back and Windows leaves him alone in the room for like maybe a couple of seconds. And when he comes back in, he's like, Benning. And then Bennings just runs out into the snow. Uh So they chase him down. They're like, hey, you okay, man? And then the camera pans around and you see his arms are now these weird twisted flipper things. Yeah. So they're like, ah, and he's like, <laughs> so McCready just runs out and kicks a barrel of gasoline on him and lights him on fire. <laughs> and that's the end of Benny's. A uh, couple of things. Penguin from Batman. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but a couple of things we learned in this process is that uh, when the thing assimilates you, it's probably going to rip your clothes. Because mm-hmm. it's a bit of a violent uh, situation. Yeah, apparently. not what I'd want to be part of. Yeah, no shit. Uh, no way. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, really, the only way to do the, to actually kill it is to burn it, which yeah. is good though, because we mm-hmm. happen to have ourselves a couple of flamethrowers on our hands. Even better. So uh, we kind of get everybody together and we put a bunch of gasoline on what was Benning and we light him up and kaboosh. Mm-hmm. Good. He's out of the equation, unfortunately. And that is our first official thing, assimile, assimile, I guess. Mind you, he did not have a fro, 
So he was the balding guy. So there's probably somebody else still active that is the thing Mm -hmm. in this camp. Okay. Very cool. So now uh, we're going to try – McCready's going to try to fix the helicopter. So him, Windows, and Knowles decide they're going to go out and they're going to try to figure out what's going on. Uh, Giles, Doc Copper, Gary, and uh, the the pudgy guy. What was his name? Fuchs. He looked, he, was yeah, it Fuchs? He, no, Fuchs was the nerdy guy. Yeah, the doctor dude. Yeah, the one that uh, has Clean a heart cut. attack. Uh, Just Norris. Just the fat guy. Norris. The Fatso. fat guy had a heart attack. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Norris, they're all staying there at the uh, the main encampment. So uh, away they go. Uh, they're out there looking for parts, trying to fix a helicopter. As they're out there like scrounging around, they see that the light is on. In uh, McCready's shack. Yeah. And he's like, I left the light off. Let's go check that out. Now, at this point... This I bl- wouldn't. Oh, fuck no, man. No. <laughs> uh, especially if I, wa- if I was Nulls or Windows. Uh-huh. I'm not following you up there, man. Uh-huh. You're take- leading me further away <laughs> from the group. Mm-hmm. What the- No, no, no. And, he- and at this point, the blizzard is in full swing. So they mm-hmm. can't see what- where they're at. They have these guide ropes all over mm-hmm. the camp so they can kind of... You know, lead themselves yeah. back to where they want to be. Uh, now we're going to cut back to the main base. Paranoia is kicked in. And everybody is realizing that everybody else may or may not be the thing. So mm-hmm. that's a bit of a problem. Uh, McCready, they get up there. Uh, they come back down. And then McCready's like, well, we know that the blood... and he, Like him and Doc Copper have this whole conversation. We know that the blood of this thing assimilates to human blood. So there's a real easy way for us to find out who the thing is. What we'll do is we'll just take blood samples from everybody, mm-hmm. and we will put it under a microscope, and we'll take blood samples. We have like a, a cache of everybody's blood here in the office. Uh, we'll just sample it against that blood, and you know whichever blood is taken, whoever's blood takes over the pre-existing blood, that's your thing. Great idea. So mm-hmm. they go back there, and somebody has already broken into the blood box thing mm-hmm. and emptied all the fucking blood. Son of a bitch. Some bitch. So who had the keys to the blood box? Mm-hmm. Uh, Doc Copper has them, but when he's not using them, he has to give them to Gary. Gary mm-hmm. doesn't recall giving them to Doc Copper, or what happens? He's like, maybe somebody stole them from me. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And now everybody's really freaking out. Mm-hmm. So that all happens while McCready, Knowles, and... and windows are up at his shack uh pretty soon it's been like 45 minutes Mm -hmm. everybody inside the main base is thinking mccready's not coming back so they start boarding up the doors and all that shit here comes Knowles running out all by himself Mm -hmm. uh they let Knowles in and Knowles is like hey i cut mccready's line because when we were up there at his shack i found a bunch of his clothes all torn up like he's been assimilated so they're like well fuck that guy there i don't know i don't want that alien mccready coming in here no fucking way my friends uh so they look out the window and here comes mccready and he's like trying to get in and they're not letting him in he goes around and lets himself in uh a window in a supply closet Mm -hmm. grabs himself a bunch of dynamite yeah and a lighter nice little stick and us and here they come thinking they're gonna beat up uh alien mccready and he's like hey you motherfuckers anybody touches me i'll blow us all up how do you like that shit they're like okay easy easy and a couple of guys try to jump him from behind, including Norris. Uh, he kind of shakes him off, and then Norris has a heart attack, or so we think. Mm-hmm. 
Now, thinking about this scene now actually makes a lot more sense from like a weird, tactically manipulative standpoint. Because if you're the thing, you cannot allow McCready to blow that place up. Because then you'll get blown up with it, and then that's right. You'll either you'll either die or you'll be stuck in the ice for another hundred thousand years. So the thing has to create a diversion to get everybody to to get everybody to calm the hell down and put the dynamite away. So it kind of like comatoses itself. Well, Norris has a heart attack, Mm -hmm. so they're like, "Oh shit, Norris is having a heart attack." So McCready's like severely frostbitten at this point. He's like shaking and. Probably shouldn't have some dynamite and a lighter if you're fucking right? shivering. Uh, but he manages to get a flamethrower away from Giles, and they take Norris to the medical area where uh, Doc Copper is uh, using the defibrillators on And this is probably the gnarliest scene of the right? whole movie. Uh, they're zapping him with the defibrillators, and then Norris's chest opens up like a jaw mm-hmm. and bites the Doc's hands off with the defibrillators on him. And then, of course, we know that Norris is the thing, and he things right out in, like, flesh melds himself, spider legs, all that. Uh, McCready, like, fries it, but Norris's head drips off the table, hits the deck, grows spider legs and weird eyeball antenna things, Mm -hmm. and goes scurrying out of the room. Yeah. Luckily, uh, McCready sees it just before it ducks down the hall and roasts that, too. You would think for all the flamethrower usage in this movie, this whole place would just... Don't catch. even say I'm it. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I mean, there's a lot of things being put on fire. Eventually, they're going to hit a gas main or something. Anyway, that's pretty gnarly. Uh, but now we are back to square one. Norris is now out of the equation. Uh, Fuchs is now missing. Fuchs was the nerd. Mm -hmm. And he was kind of pulling McCready aside periodically and giving him updates on what he found. And what he figured out was that the fucking thing doesn't die. Mm -hmm. Even after it's dead, like the thing that they brought back from the Norwegian base, that was still, that's probably the thing that assimilated uh, Bennings. Because he was in the same room with it. Mm -hmm. So even though it appears dead, it's not actually Mm -hmm. dead. And it can still fucking take you Mm -hmm. if it wants to. It just kind of goes dormant when it freezes. So now like, oh, fucking shit. All right. Uh, Fuchs has gone missing, though. Mm -hmm. So where is Fuchs? We don't know. Uh, We send a couple of guys out into the ice to look for him. They find him. Apparently, this poor chap has lit himself on fire. Mm. Or... The thing impersonating him, or I, I think we just have to sign off on Fuchs killing himself. Yeah. Because he was probably mm-hmm. pretty close to, if not on the verge of, being assimilated. Mm-hmm. And who the fuck wants that, buddy? Right. Do you want that? Deep. Do you want to be assimilated? Mm-mm. Monica? Mm-mm. Okay, good. I thought possibly you both did. I was going to have to pause the show and have fuck a talk. Fuck that. With you. I don't even want to be alone in the room with Define it. Define assimilated. <laughs> I mean, if there was like, um, if my, my assimilation came back with like super developed triceps and a bigger penis. Uh, Why was I thinking that? An extra four inches. I wouldn't go that far. I don't want to nail a, a spike through a board with it, Monica. You know, just a little extra girth is what I'm thinking. Yeah, I don't want to see it come up and down the throat. No. But I, and some be, be, bigger triceps, too, I think would be nice. Uh, so anyway, uh, he offed himself, obviously. Fuchs is now out of the equation. Benning's out of the equation. Norris is out of the equation. The uh, doc, too. Doc, also, mm-hmm. because he got his uh, arms ripped off, hands mm-hmm. ripped off. And now we're right back where we were. We still 
need to f- figure out who the thing is and who isn't. Right. Mm-hmm. So McCready pulls the flamethrower. We're at this point. We're down to Gary, Nalls, Giles, Windows, and uh, Stoner guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and I that's just it. call him Stoner. I, I, uh, Palmer. His name was Palmer. Uh, and McCready's got the flamethrower, so he's like, "All right." It just occurred to me while I was roasting Norris that this thing isn't one thing. Like, if you cut a piece of it off, that piece is going to try to preserve itself. Mm -hmm. So what we're going to do, we're going to take blood samples from everybody. I'm going to heat up a hot coil of wire, and then I'm going to put it in everybody's blood. And whichever person's blood freaks out and tries to get away, then we'll know who was the thing. So he ties everybody up. Has windows go around and collect blood samples from everybody. Mm-hmm. Takes the hot coil, starts with windows. Psst, he's good. Then uh, I think uh, Giles. Psst, he's good. Then Nulls. Psst, he's good. Then he gets to Palmer, hits it, and the blood like shoots out mm. and becomes like this weird embryotic thing and starts like flying around the room. Mm-hmm. And now wh- that's creepy enough, mm-hmm. but unfortunately Gary is still tied to Palmer on the couch. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Gary's yeah, freaking let me go. Get, untie me. And now <laughs> uh, Palmer starts vibrating like he's you know on the back of a motorcycle or mm-hmm. something. And then of course he things out and he become like does like an alligator head thing and just snaps down on windows and like starts like like a like a like an alligator. Well, he kind split of thing. in half. Yeah, yeah, and, and then. then he, that well, idiot had to stand right there. Well, he had of windows doing. had the other flamethrower, yeah. but he just goes, oh, yeah, and then, boom, and now windows gets. But you could totally see when that, it was a dummy. Yeah, that was, unfortunately, <laughs> that, I'm going to overlook yeah, that. It's fine. That was that was because you can see arms and legs flailing <laughs> yeah. all over the fucking place. Uh, windows gets bit and halfway assimilated. He probably would have bled out even if he didn't get assimilated, but. Uh, McCready's flamethrower starts choking out. So mm-hmm. Giles comes and flames uh, Palmer. So now we're down to Blair out mm-hmm. in the tool shed who has yet to be tested. Uh, Palmer's gone. Gary's okay. He's a bit of a mm-hmm. pussy. Nulls is okay. Giles is okay. McCready's okay at this point. Mm-hmm. So now we need to administer this little test to Blair out in the tool oh, shed. Oh, we missed the part where we shot the creepy guy. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Uh, Clark. Clark. Yeah. Clark was going to make a move on mm-hmm. McCready mm-hmm. Uh, to get the flamethrower away from him. Yeah. But McCready had a forty-five also and just shot him right in the head. Yeah. Boom. Boosh. End of story. And unfortunately, yeah. Clark was not actually the thing, despite the fact that he was very much acting like the thing. Yeah. So a word of caution, my friends. If you're go- if you're being assailed by the thing, try to be a little friendly. Try to be jovial. You know, <laughs> try to put everybody at ease. Hey, I'm not the thing. I got uh, dad jokes. You know, <laughs> how about that? I'll do a shot with you. Uh, I couldn't be the thing, me? No, forget it. That would well, make you know, me think you are the thing. That's exactly what <laughs> yeah. the thing would say, Monica. Yeah. All those dogs got shot. I'd be pretty t- irritated too. Oh yeah. Well, yeah, but still, yeah. what are you more worried about, your dogs or you? The dogs. Fuck that. <laughs> you know what? If those dogs got shot, they did much better than I did because I might be assimilated by the thing. And that looks far worse than getting shot, if you ask me. Uh, so Clark's out of the equation. So now we're down to Blair out in the tool shed, McCready, Nalls, Giles, and Gary. Mm-hmm. So now we need to go administer this fun little test to, to Blair. Mm-hmm. And he's, been, he's still chilling out in the tool shed, or so we mm-hmm. think. 
We go out there. Blair is not to be found. Mm-mm. Oh, what the fuck? Where the fuck is fucking Blair all the fucking sudden? I like the mm-hmm. noose hanging there. That was pretty funny. Yeah, that was weird. <laughs> is he going to off himself? I think Because so. I don't, when they first put him in there, I don't think that noose was there. It wasn't. There. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't want to ruin it, but yeah. I'm sure John Carpenter had some weird imagery for that as far as <laughs> something goes, whatever that's supposed to mean. Uh, anyway, uh, Blair's gone. They start poking around. Where the hell did he go? The floorboards in this shed are all loose all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. So they just lift him right up. The son of a bitch tunneled underneath the fucking uh, tool shed in the snow. Wilford Brimley at this point had to be in at least his late 50s, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't think that guy's tunneling anywhere, but mm-hmm. all right. Uh, follow the tunnel down there. The son of a bitch is building a miniature spaceship <laughs> down there. Using parts from the helicopter and other random stuff he found in the tool shed. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. It was. It would be even cooler if he wasn't the thing, because then he could build a real spaceship and fly us somewhere. But he's the thing, and I think he's trying to either get somewhere on Earth or at least get the hell out of Antarctica. So they're down there. They're like, fucking, what? He's got to be the thing. He's building the goddamn flying saucer down here. Mm -hmm. All right. Uh, we need to get rid of him, obviously, mm-hmm. and uh, let's be honest, boys, McCready has this big talk. None of us are leaving here, and even if we are, we can't because we don't. I don't think we even know if we're the thing at this point. So we're either going to freeze to death or we're going to blow up uh, the whole shit or we probably just blow the whole fucking thing up. So, agreed, they have to go back to the main base, get the dynamite, set up the charges, uh, at some point during that little expedition, Giles disappears. Mm-hmm. And he's got the flamethrower on him. Uh, Nalls comes back and he's like, I thought I saw Giles near the entrance of the camp. And we did see somebody like running around out there all mm-hmm. by himself. I thought maybe that was him. And Gary's like, fuck, it, got him for sure. So they go down to the storeroom of the camp, which is like another underground area. Uh, We send Nalls this way to the generator room. We send Gary that way to the supply room. They want to plant the dynamite charges on both sides, throw the plunger, and that should blow up the entire camp, Blair, everybody with it, and that should be the end of it. Mm -hmm. Okay, very cool. McCready's got the plunger. He's right in the middle. Uh, Gary goes down there and gets grabbed by Blair, mm-hmm. and Blair like finger fucks his face mm-hmm. and does like a yeah, g- right g- side g- of his skin, right yeah. up, and all up in there. It's like a video drone thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Gary obviously is out of the equation. Nulls just walks, keeps walking, and then we just never see Nulls again. Yeah. But we have to assume that either Gary or Blair mm-hmm. got him because McCready figures it out. He's like, "Hey, everybody, cool down here." Nobody replies. Mm-mm. Okay, then. I guess this is uh, the end of us, boys and girls. So he's getting ready to hit the plunger, and then a giant fucking tentacle comes out of the floor. Yeah. And the, here comes the thing, and it's got, like, a dog head here and a person head over here. Cthulhu. It's freaking, it, no, Cthulhu, at least you could recognize. This was more like a... Everything. Yeah, like a pizza. Of, Tree stump, it looks like. Yeah, all kinds of tentacles and things spewing out it's very sweaty looking too i don't know uh uh, mccready's like oh fuck this but the goddamn thing grabbed the plunger and took it like knocked Mm -hmm. it down into the hole it was in so mccready's like god fucking damn it but he does have one stick of dynamite left Mm. and the charges are already placed on both sides so he lights up the uh, stick of dynamite. What does he say? Fuck you, too, or something mm-hmm. like that. And, yeah, fuck you, too. And then he throws it, and then he ca- it catches, and the whole place blows up. Mm-hmm. Now, 
We do have a couple of problems here. Mm. Not with the movie, mm-hmm. but with the whole McCready hero storyline. Mm-hmm. Because five minutes after the whole place blows up, <laughs> McCready, all by himself, seemingly unscathed, comes mm-hmm. walking out of the wreckage. Mm-hmm. And he's met by Giles. Mm-hmm. Now, there's some con- controversy here, Miss Monica. <laughs> uh, Bring some, it on. Some people think that at the end of the movie, Giles is the thing. Mm-hmm. Other people think that McCready is the thing. Mm-hmm. Now, one of the points that they bring up, which I'm going to disprove here in a second, is that Giles is not actually breathing as he talks. Whereas mm-hmm. McCready, as he's breathing and talking, mm-hmm. you can see the, the steam coming out. And Giles, you can't. Mm-hmm. You can't. If you look close enough, you, you can, can see. You can when he sits down and has a swig. Right. That's when you see his breath. Yeah, when he's standing up talking to McCready, no breath. you can't. Yeah. It might have more to do with the lighting. That's what I was thinking. So, I don't think so. Mm-hmm. Um, in the humble opinion of this podcaster, I would say that probably McCready is the thing at the end of the movie. How say you two? No. No? Mm-mm. I don't know how McCready survives the explosion. He was underneath the building. Well, if he was part of, if he would have, well, if he, exp- if the thing ate the dynamite, how would he become the thing? I think, well, okay. <laughs> so as, if we're going to subscribe to the science of the movie, okay. there is no the thing. The thing is just, it, it's all of that. So uh-huh. if any one piece of the thing didn't get completely blown up, it could easily have like separated itself and gotten uh, McCready, right? Uh-huh. Or it may have gotten Giles before the explosion. Theoretically, they could both be the thing, uh-huh. or even better, neither one of them is the thing, but because they're so paranoid at this point and have no way to prove it, they have no choice but to sit there and freeze to death. Yes, that's how I see that's it. That's how you see they it? Yeah. Okay. Neither one was the thing. How say you, buddy? That's what I thought at the end of the movie. I was like, oh, well, I guess that's it. <laughs> I was waiting for like something else to happen after yeah. the credits. Like a somebody to grow a tentacle out of nowhere, or, or like a blood just like streaming, yeah, or something. Yeah, I'm yeah. into it. Yeah, it's a good movie. I love oh, this yeah. movie. It's uh-huh. a great movie. It's a great movie. Yeah, I'm glad they left the ending like that. He won't. He the carpenter will not say what was what at the end of the movie. No, everybody asks him at every single horror convention. He never says. <laughs> Maybe when he's dying. Maybe. Maybe. Yep. I love it. It's a great movie. You've probably seen it, inmates. Go watch it again. Yes, watch it again. Watch it again. Mm-hmm. Watch it. the The prequel is worth checking out. Mm-hmm. I didn't like that they actually went inside the spaceship. Mm. That was kind of well. I mean, it was uh, very once she actually got down into like the cockpit and all that. It was like, oh, what is this? It looks like some kind of a steampunk thing. For Christ's sakes, you know. I. I think what I liked was how the thing moved back in in the newer version, yeah. the movement of it, because you didn't get to really see that in no. the 82. Yeah. In the 82, it was very spider-like, mm-hmm. which is cool. Yeah. In the new one, it was very sleek and kind yeah. of fluid, which yeah, is Yeah, that cool. split face guy coming after me, I would have just shot myself. Yeah, fuck. <laughs> fuck. Kill me now. Put the flamer on me. Light me up. Have I'm... you seen that one? Mm-mm. Oh, it's worth checking out. It's okay. de- it's definitely worth seeing at least once. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, inmates. That was the thing. I know you've seen it. Like I said, go watch it again. You'll thank me later. And if you want to watch a movie close to it, check out The Void. 
The Void is good. Oh, yeah. Yes. The Void. Yeah. Um, the Void. If you want to see something, there's there's a couple of like pseudo things out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of them that I really enjoyed was called Harbinger Down with Lance Yeah. Harrison. That mm-hmm. one is gnarly. Yeah. That's all practical effects, too. I think that was made in 2012-ish or something like that. That one uh, would be a good one. Another good one I know you guys have seen is called Splinter. Mm-hmm. It's basically the mm. exact same thing happening at a gas station. Yeah. At, that there's no confusion as to who the thing is because when the thing hits you, yeah. it turns you into a real <laughs> individual, <laughs> a real ugly uh, cat character there. All right. We're going to take ourselves a little break. We'll come back with some other stuff, inmates. All right.
Hey inmates, if you like what you hear, head over to the Padded Room Facebook group and support us through the patron link with a small monthly donation. Check out the T-Villain link at paddedroom.podbean.com and grab some t-shirts. Thanks for listening and enjoy the rest of the show. And we are back. Buddy? Yeah. That sounds like what the thing would say, buddy. <laughs> How do I know that you're the real buddy, sir? Uh, Miss Monica has left us uh, early, a little bit early tonight, inmates. We hope she'll be back again. Uh, we have to ease her back into the show. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. She's been gone for like three months. Yeah. You don't want to do I realize that Buddy and I together are a lot to take mm-hmm. at one time. <laughs> and we already put her past the hour mark. So, you know, she needs to get some air. Needs to ease back in. That's right. We take up a lot of room in this room. We're too hot to handle. <laughs> too cold to hold. <laughs> God damn it, buddy. Quit scaring off the ladies. <clears throat> You ready to get into the Terra Dome hot dog? You betcha. Let's get it on. Mm-hmm. No tears, please. It's a waste of good suffering. I'm not going to hurt you. You didn't let me finish my sentence. I said, I'm not going to hurt you. I'm just going to bash your brains. I'm going to bash them right the fuck in. I'll kill you all. I'll try to crazy. Six-year-old child with his blind, pale, emotionless face. The blackest eyes, the devil's eyes. To the Terradome. First, last week's winner. In singles competition, we had Leatherface versus Frankenstein's Monster. The doctor had unleashed his creation in the West Te- Texas desert, hoping it would die in the expanse. Within days, it wandered onto the Sawyer farm and found itself under attack almost immediately. The chainsaw-wielding simpleton sprang from the brush and took the monster's legs out from underneath it. Then the straw, the saw struck home again and again until the monster was reduced to a small pile. With a vote of ten to one, Leatherface advances over Frankenstein's monster, buddy. Mm-hmm. Sorry, <laughs> I think it was my chainsaw argument that compelled everybody, my friend. <laughs> Must have been. Must have been. I'm sorry, dude. I didn't mean to embarrass you. <laughs> <laughs> Let's take a look at this week's matchup, shall we? Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like I'm going to get embarrassed this week. In the Inferno Conference, it's round six. As usual, inmates, bear with me. I'm not very good at this. Skinned bodies identified as local gang members, the headline read. Not exactly big news for the Big Apple, but the article itself went on to describe other brutalities the thugs had suffered before their demise, things that no terrestrial weapon or torture implement could incur. 
In the heat of the New York summer crime wave, more and more street soldiers would go missing among the city's prominent crime families, only to be found later dead, heavily armed, and usually missing various appendages. The collective opinion of the city pointed to the former police officer Matthew Cordell, the maniac cop. Cordell had been killed in prison after being railroaded by the very corrupt NYPD. Recent sightings, however, have placed him in, although highly disfigured, the midst of several murder scenes and other instances of police brutality. But there was much more to the recent, in, the recent murders. Cordell was a vigilante, vigilante and a madman, not a trophy hunter. Singles competition, buddy. We have the Predator versus the Maniac Cop. Oh, man, that's a tough one. How say you? <laughs> the Predator. Are you taking the Predator? <laughs> yeah. I would normally agree with you. Um, I think there's an argument to be made that the, the Maniac Cop is actually undead, at least in the second and third movies. Um, he can use firearms. He can drive a car. He can drive a car while he's on fire, which is... <laughs> Really something. And I think it's also worth mentioning that Maniac Cop 2 starred both Bruce Campbell and uh, Tom Atkins. And I don't know why it doesn't get much more respect amongst the, the horror community. For those reasons, I'm taking the Maniac Cop, buddy. And I'm sticking by it. Yeah, I'm sticking tell. by it, buddy. Don't try to convince me otherwise. Mm. It's your Tarot Dome matchup for the weekend, mates. It's the Predator versus the Maniac Cop. The mental health hotline is area code 775-387-0275. Or email us your votes at thepaddedroom2011 at hotmail.com. Uh, you don't have to email uh, just your Tarot Dome votes. Tell us where you're from. Tell us what kind of kinky leather you're into. Uh, tell us what you thought of immersion therapy. Tell us what movies you got to watch. Let me know if you need help moving. I will not eat any uh, jalapeno peanut bread alone because it's gross and I don't want it. Uh, other than that, inmates, I think it's time for some what are you looking at. What do you think? What do you think there, buddy? Let's do it. Let's get it on. What are you looking at? I got to check out the first season and uh, most of the second season of Wellington Paranormal. Are you familiar with this? A little bit. It's another What We Do in the Shadows spinoff. This mm-hmm. one follows the two cops. Mm-hmm. Remember the ones that went down in the basement? Yeah. Yeah. It follows them around as they deal with ghosts and exorcisms and aliens. Mm. And it's I would call it cute. Yeah. It's not as funny as um, the What We Do in the Shadows show. Right. But it's I got a couple of chuckles out of it. Okay. It's, it's 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 worth a watch. I watched that. I watched a movie called Dave Made a Maze. Hmm. Have you heard of this? Nope. Um. So basically, a uh, kind of a loser type of a dude builds a card a maze out of cardboard boxes in his living room and immediately gets lost in it. Is this a YouTube thing? No, it's a it's a it's a movie. It's <laughs> oh, on, okay. on Shutter actually. His girlfriend <laughs> comes home. And she's like, hey, get out of that fucking box thing. And he's like, I can't. I'm lost. So, she, yeah, it's like a, you crawl. Yeah. You know, it's like you stand up, you're good. But she gets in there, and suddenly, as soon as she gets in, it's like this big, huge, expanse, uh, labyrinth okay. thing. Okay. And there's a minotaur that chases him around and oh, stuff. Wow. Yeah. 
It's interesting. Uh, all of the characters I found to be highly annoying, though. Okay. Like, Dave goes off the, on this diatribe about how he never finishes anything and he's such a loser. But he's, like, yelling at everybody. I'm a goddamn loser and I never do anything and I wanted to finish something. You made a fucking cardboard maze. Yeah. I mean... Hey, you finished it. <laughs> granted, it's pretty cool once you get inside, but that's not going to get you a job, big fella. <laughs> right. You know, Probably shouldn't even get you laid, but <laughs> that. Uh, lastly, I watched Harvest Lake from 2016. All right. Found this one on Tubi. Um, how do you feel about watching two guys have sex with each other? Nope. Okay. <laughs> You're not going to want to watch Harvest Lake from 2016. <laughs> okay. There are some pretty hot chicks in it. Um, there are some boobs and some sex scenes with them. But there's a pretty down-and-dirty uh, dude-on-dude mm. situation. Oh, hard uh, pass. Okay, then. <laughs> no pun intended. <laughs> uh, it's like there's a weird sex demon living at the bottom of a lake, and these kids go camping, and camping, and it has to, like, get them to have sex with each other. Got which, a little broke back. Uh, yeah, a little bit. And then this random dude comes out of the woods, and he ends up having sex with another guy. Uh, and it, basically, it, like, takes them via sexual... That's like an incubus or a succubus, I guess. Huh. It's all right, I guess. Not wrong, well, other than the dude on dude stuff. Not that there's anything wrong with dude on dude stuff, but <laughs> you know, be prepared because it gets pretty graphic with the dude on dude. <laughs> and the ladies are pretty hot, but there's that. That's all I'm looking at this week, buddy. You got anything? Yeah, I watched I Frankenstein. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, what I like that, that one. Yeah, that's um, not bad. Frankenstein versus vampires instead of, you know. Leatherface. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> so he was pretty badass on it. That's yeah. why I was expecting uh, Leatherface to be a little bit better in the uh, Terradome vote. <laughs> you mean Frankenstein to be better in the mm-hmm. Yeah, well, that didn't happen. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> that's all you got to watch, man? Yeah, that's all I checked out. All right. How about some immersion therapy then? Immersion therapy. What'd you think of the old uh, seventh day there, big guy? I liked it. I went bad. Yeah. What a bad show. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of Exorcist movies that are just crap, but this one is like, ooh, what, what's going on? I liked it. Yeah. I kind of like it when the Exorcist is like smoking cigarettes and wearing flannel shirts and stuff. <laughs> yeah, right. you, you say, here comes the Exorcist, you're expecting Max Van, Von Sydow. Yeah. You know, a, decra- a little old man with his glasses and all of his holy vestments. Mm-hmm. Here comes Guy Pierce with a baseball bat. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. I like it when they uh, go at the homeless guy. I was yeah. like, oh, yeah, this guy's going to embarrass himself. <laughs> yeah, no shit. No shit. And then uh, it turns out to be the, the advocate lady. Yeah. Yeah, that was pretty gnarly. Mm-hmm. It wasn't a bad show. I didn't see the twist at the end. And, uh, yeah, the, uh, the, the new guy kind of gets born again hard. No yeah. pun intended, as uh, he has to go and now clean up the big mess. Yeah. Which was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I liked it. I liked uh, I, I Stephen Lang was like a weird... He's in this movie, uh, tangent, tangentially, but he plays like a very... He's like an archbishop or something like that. Yeah. And his axe, he's very clean-shaven. He doesn't look like Stephen Lang. No. He looks like a Dorcas, right? <laughs> yeah. He looks like a little old man. He looks like an archbishop would, you know? Mm-hmm. And when he talks, he's got like a weird kind of... Accent, yeah. Yeah, very uh, Ned Flanders-like mm-hmm. in a weird way. 
if Ned Flanders counts as an accent. Right. All right. It's not a bad show. It's worth checking out. If you're in the mood for a new take on a the usual exorcism kind of a thing, yeah. it's worth, worth looking at. Yeah, the uh, police station scene was pretty that cool. That was pretty cool. That was pretty yeah. Once the lights went out, I was like, whoa. That kid started fucking some shit up. Yeah. Big time. <laughs> yeah. Whoa, look at him go. Mm-hmm. All right, man, what do you got for us this week? All right, this week, let's check out 2020's The Old Ways. It stars Christina, a journalist of Mexican origin, travels to her ancestral home in Veracruz to investigate a story of sorcery and healing. There, she's kidnapped by a group of locals who claim she's the devil incarnated. Check this out on Netflix. Check it out, inmates. We'll do the same, and we can compare ourselves some notes next week. Mm-hmm. But now, we almost got to educate Miss Monica. So close. So close. But you're stuck with me for at least another week, <laughs> inmates. Let's educate me. Yes. Educating Miss Monica. Who was I last week, you wonder? Well, I am a douchebag and a uh, collector of eccentric art pieces. And uh, one of them turned out to be a little bit more than I thought. I like to bring chicks up to my uh, nightclub loft, bang the crap out of them and kick kick them to the road. Uh, Except this time, uh, one of my art pieces did it for me. Hmm. Which was very strange, and then turned me into a goddamn uh, douchebag cenobite. And my girlfriend is a cigarette smoking cenobite, and there's a bartender cenobite, and a cameraman cenobite, and uh, a DJ cenobite that shoots CDs. He's going <laughs> to yeah. be completely useless once the MP3 shows up. That's mm-hmm. uh, going to be a worthless ass cenobite. <laughs> Unemployed cenobite. Unemployed. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I am, of course, uh, Hellraiser 3, Hell on Earth. That was a layup, I think. Mm-hmm. Who might I be this week, you wonder? Well, <clears throat> my uh, wife and I have recently been transplanted to Japan for business reasons from the United States. Uh, we got a pretty good deal on an old house. Uh, turns out it's a house with some history, and apparently... Uh, there was a weird situation that happened here during feudal Japanese times, and now my boss is nailing my wife, and I'm going to have to cut his fucking head off with a samurai sword, mm. and uh, or he's going to stab me with us, or my wife is going to stab both of us, or some iteration of this weird love triangle playing itself out with my wife getting nailed by my boss, me, him, or her killing some combination of the other two. It's very confusing, especially the ending. It's a very dumb fucking movie, actually, now that, <laughs> now that I think about it. But it's a deep dive. Oh. I, I don't think anybody's going to get it, man. <laughs> hmm. Think about that, inmates. I will let you know who I am uh, next week. In the meantime, I think that's about going to do it for us, buddy. Um, as usual, inmates, like, comment, subscribe wherever you found this podcast. That helps our visibility quite a bit. We do have a pa- uh, Patreon campaign running. $5 donation will get you the month of December, along with a, um, a travel mug, a t-shirt, and as much hardcore pornography as I can fit into the box that I'm going to send you. 
I sent Cooper a great big box, buddy. Mm. <laughs> There's a lot of box in that box. If hey, you know yo. what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can find all that information, anything you need to know about us or our affiliate programs at paddedroompodcast.com. Join us next week for Prince of Darkness here in Tom Hardy Month. We are running through the John Carpenter Armageddon trilogy. And then we're going to wrap it up with Phenomenon just because it's a wacky fucking movie and he wants us to watch it. <laughs> uh, that being said, inmates, I think that's about going to do it for us. For Miss Monica, who is here but now in absentia. Buddy, who is here and wanting to go home. Um, John Carpenter, frozen fucking aliens that can look and act just like you. Uh, Funko, six-inch figures. Monica's... Poor goddamn dog that I guess is now chewing at the stump that used to have its toe. And the Padded Room Podcast, I'm afraid visiting hours are over. Bye and have a great week.